This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, draft nerds? Your boys are back. My name is Corey Talba. That is Tyler Rucker. Welcome to episode four of On the Clock, where Rucker and I go back and forth, debate style, arguing about NBA draft prospects from the 2022 NBA draft. And we are going to go right into We're it. We're taking a little trip around the world, Rucker. We're going to talk about our favorite international prospects. Um this is a class that doesn't have a standout necessarily. I feel like every uh, person has their own favorite prospect. So who is your guy in this class that is not born domestically? I'm going to give everyone a little bit of a wild card that I think all these NBA draft fans out there need to invest in. Spend some time watching the highlights. I'm going with the Italian stallion, Gabriel Procida. Now, Procida, if you have not watched Procida highlights or watched film on this kid, you're going to fall in love. We're talking a 6'7 athletic wing. He has swagger. He plays with a little bit of a mean streak. I love the confidence this kid has. I think this is going to be an interesting, maybe late first, early second round selection. One of those dark horse names. I just think there's a lot of special tools, a lot of upside. Shoots the crap out of the ball. Has a beautiful shooting touch. And he could dunk on you. He will oh, posterize you and let you know about it. So I think Gabriel Prochita is one of those names. Might not be getting a ton of buzz, but make sure you have an eye on him. He's a fun one. He could be a very intriguing sleeper when it comes to international prospects in this class. Corey, who do you got? Well, I'll tell you what, Prochita certainly has a lot of fans at no ceiling. Dude has a vendetta against the rim. I'm just going to go up north. I'm going to bundle up, get my jacket on. We're going to talk about Leonard Miller. Whoa, from okay. Canada. The mystery Leonard, man. Yeah, he's a mystery. We've got a lot of mystery men in this class, and Miller is at the top of the list there. But man, when you talk about intriguing tools, 6'11", can handle the ball, versatility, he had himself a showing at the Nike Hoop Summit where he was one of the better players uh, in that game. And he just showed what his game looks like at, at its best, where he's getting up and down the court. He's making plays. He had a smooth behind-the-back pass to Jan Montero for an open three. Uh, he's got a little bit of a push shot, but I think it's workable. And I'm watching the playoffs, and I'm like, this dude looks like a guy who eventually can play in the playoffs, play in multiple schemes defensively, do a little bit of everything on and off of the ball if he pans out. So you send him to a, a place with a good developmental team, and I think that this kid could end up being pretty legit. He's a guy I would really pay attention to as we move forward with this 2022 class. Next up on the docket, somebody had to do it. We got to break down Wisconsin's Johnny Davis. This is a guy who came out of nowhere, had himself a, a FIBA tournament, came in with confidence, and just totally implanted himself on the draft map. I need to know, what do you love about Johnny Davis? 
I mean, this is the shining, folks. It's here's Johnny. I, I think we need to start buying in on Johnny Davis. I don't know why we're all getting so nervous about this kid. This kid, this dude has it. This is what you want in a draft selection in the top 10. Johnny Davis is tough. He plays his butt off. The motor is always running on overkill. He just can bring it on a nightly basis. He plays two ways. He's a competitor. I mean, the shot selection people are going to be a little worried about. This dude had to carry that Wisconsin team. All respect to those kids. This is a bucket getter. They fed him the ball and they said, save us. Go get us a bucket. Carry us to the promised land. I think Johnny Davis could be one of the top steals in the top 10. I, I think the world of this kid, he plays tough defensively. This is just an absolute grinder. So I love Johnny Davis. I think he's going to be a really special pick in this class. Look, I, it, it's hard to hate on Johnny Davis, right? He's he's a big-time performer. 37 against Jaden Ivey in Purdue with the lights shining the brightest. But there is a part of me that is a little weary of taking him in that five, six, maybe even seven range. And it's not so much anything to do with him, but it might be a little bit more to do with some of the other players in the draft. With him personally, the thing that's that makes me a little bit hesitant I look at the NBA, I look at versatility, I look at how is this kid going to be able to swing up and down. He's tough, he's going to battle, he'll try, but is he as scalable as some of these other guys? Like, situation I think is going to matter for him. What happens if he goes to Washington and is playing next to Bradley Beal? That's not an ideal scenario with him, but a guy like Benedict Matherin, I could see him fitting next to Beal pretty easily, right? So if I'm looking at this wing kind of guard player that I'm looking to draft, I don't know if Davis is going to be first on my board, depending on the context. I, I mean, his height, he's a little smaller than, you know, you really want him to be. Not that he doesn't have a uh, bad size and he rebounds the hell out of the ball and he defends. I'm just a little worried overall about how he's going to scale with other players, because if he's not the number one option, is he going to be able to to kind of play down as the number three option? Even if there's a number two option, it's not college where they're going to tell him to go create. They might, it might be a situation where he's going to have to play a lot off the ball. He's going to have to knock down enough shots to make teams pay. It's time for our favorite segment of the week. It's the stock riser of the week. And with combine week uh, taking over the draft world this week, we figured we would break down a couple of guys who we think could really help their stock with a strong combine performance. So Rucker, who is your guy? It's combine week, baby. And this is, this is the guy everyone needs to keep a close eye on. We're talking about Arizona Wildcats, sophomore Dalen Terry. Now here's the thing with Terry ton of skills, Super talented upside. We're talking about a 6'7", kind of Swiss Army knife type of guard. Had a really good playmaker, has great vision. He plays with a lot of energy. He can take over a game and just, oh yeah, have the gym buzzing. Now, some think Terry could go back next year, return to Arizona, but I think this is the week we need to pay a close attention to him. He could light the combine on fire and get teams to want to kind of entice him to stay in the draft. This is promise season, baby. We're getting to that week. Oh, yeah. Dalen Terry could be a promise guy. This is someone we all need to keep a close eye on. There's raw tools. There's serious upside, especially on both sides of the ball. So Dalen Terry is the one you need to keep a close eye on this week. He could be a promise guy. Every time I hear about promise guys, I think of Chicago Bulls legend Chandler Hutchinson, the promise himself. 
I'm going to go with Ron Harper Jr. I think Ron Harper Jr. could really help himself if he shows out in these combine scrimmages. This is a kid who I saw multiple times in person this year. And to me, I think he might be able to get the Draymond bump. And what I mean by that is this is a kid who had a little bit of extra weight on him this year, but he slimmed down a little bit already. And if he gets himself in good shape, I think it could have a massive impact. I'm not saying he's going to be Draymond Green, a future Hall of Fame player, but I think it's just going to help him actually show the bag that he has. Because this is a kid who's got great size. He rebounds. He can handle. He can play man. He shot the crap out of the ball this year, and he battles. He's able to defend. I think that this is a kid who could offer tremendous value to a team you know, in the second round. And look, if a team won at the end of the first, thought he was worth it, why not? But I think that this is a kid who battles. He's got the bloodlines, the pedigree of a former pro being the son of Ron Harper. And um, I think that this is the type of situation that he needs to go to to really show people who he is playing against top-tier talent. The nightmare scenario is upon us right now as we record this, Rucker. We have been dreading talking about this for weeks because it's time for On the Clock, and we've made it to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, we love the Oklahoma City Thunder fans. We want nothing but the best for them. But in this scenario, we're going to say that the top three guys are off the board. We're talking about Chet. We're talking about Jabari. We're talking about Paulo. And that leaves the OKC Thunder in the fourth position going, you know, on a guard-heavy roster. So what direction would Sam Presti and the OKC Thunder take if they ended up at four with no trade downs? I feel like Freddy Krueger's haunting my nightmares, Corey, but we're taking Jade and Ivy. We're going Uh-oh. guards back galore. To back I don't care. We're taking guards. Everyone's going to play. We're just going to have guards rolling out like an enterprise. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to take the best player available. That's going to be Jade and of Ivy of Purdue. I love Ivy. I, I think I understand who every who does it. I mean, this guy is a transition monster. Electric. No, he's not. John ja Morant. I don't care about the comparison videos on social media. I love Ivy, though. I think he's going to be the best player available. Sam Presti's going to say, I can't pass up this type of talent. I don't care. I'll figure out everything down the road. They got SGA. They got Giddy. They got Trey Mann. Well, let's just give him Ivy. We'll figure it all out. Why not? We're, why not? Talent, upside. The highest potential star power of the of the top four. Let's just go to war. I'm I'm getting crazy. I've lost it. Let's do it. <laughs> I think you lost it a while ago. <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> Look, I, I love Jaden Ivy, but I'm worried. I'm worried about the Thunder because I want to see this kid play in a system where he's got the ball in his hands full time. And he ain't getting that with Shea. He ain't getting that with Giddy, and he ain't getting it with Trey Man. I want to see him go to a situation where a team's like, here's the rock. Now go be you. So I'm going to take Shaden Sharp if I'm Sam Preston. Ooh, okay. Now, this is another, I'm taking all the mystery men. Leonard Miller, Shaden Sharp, give, give me the whole box. Because this kid's tools are tantalizing, all right? Jumps out of the gym, smooth stroke, can create so effortlessly. I just can the body, the frame, he looks like a star. I think you need to be patient with him, right? And the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be fine with that because they're looking for Victor Wembayama next year too. So they don't need the win. They, they could be patient, right? Jalen Green, you needed to be patient. Anthony Edwards, you needed to be patient. And that's a, those are two guys who played high-level D1 ball and against pros, respectively. So uh, Sharp coming in, you know, after a year of not playing organized hoops is going to be a tough situation for him personally. But I think that this is a, the type of talent that Sam Presti 
he'll take it. He'll take the shot. He'll take the chance. This kid will show out in workouts. And I think that this is the direction the OKC Thunder are going to go. Because I think he could play a little bit more off the ball, a little smoother than our friend Jaden Ivey can. The hits keep coming. We keep getting to have this really fun segment. It's time for another on the clock with the 2022 NBA draft prospect. This time we're going rapid fire with Toledo's Ryan Rollins. Rollins was uh, a lot of fun to, to speak to, and he gave some really fun answers. So without further ado, here's Ryan Rollins. What's going on, guys? We're here on the clock, another rapid fire episode. I'm here with Ryan Rollins, Toledo shooting guard. And uh, 2022 NBA draft prospect, and we are about to hit you rapid fire. So, first question, Ryan: Who is winning the NBA championship? Uh, the tough one. Uh, I don't know. I think either the Warriors or the uh, Warriors or the Bucks. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Poole right now is yeah. is going Jordan, crazy. Right. Last TV show that you binged? Uh, Queen of the South. Coke or Pepsi? I don't like pop. Uh, Coke. 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 Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> nah, it's a hot dog, man. <laughs> Batman or Iron Man? Batman. Who are you bumping in your headphones right now? Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to listen to a lot of people, man. Uh, let me see. Uh, baby face Ray, that's the main one. Baby that's, baby I listen, yeah, I listen. He's from Detroit. He's a Detroit rapper. You heard it here first. This was On the Clock. That's Ryan Rollins. I'm Corey Tulliver. And that's episode four of On the Clock, Rucker. I Something tells me we're going to age like fine wine here. We get better and better every week. Tell the people where they could find us on the internet. We're at NoCeilingsNBA.com. It's lottery week, folks. Let's get hyped. The draft is just around the corner. So make sure that you like this video and subscribe to the channel. The button is right down there. I know you see it. Smash that thing, baby, because we are going to be back week after week with On the Clock on No Ceilings TV.